second podcast this year on Books Are Us. I am Ariana. And I am Vidya. We are back and ready to get talking on our new book. Muskan here. Last time I gave you hints about this book. Let's see if you got it right. Well, general, please. Our book is The War I Finally Won by Kimberly Brubaker Bradley. Some of you might be thinking, what book is that? Never heard of it. Well, that's why we have this podcast. We want to get you, podcast viewers, to read this incredible book. The War I Finally Won by Kimberly Bradley is about Ada Smith, a girl whose leg is crippled. But Ariana, we need to tell the listeners about the other book. What book? The other book, the prequel. Oh, that one, yeah. Well, The War I Finally Won is a sequel to The War That Saved My Life. To go back to the original plot, Ada Smith lived with her mother, Ma'am, who was very poor. And she lives in a one-room flat in the slums of London. It is said that because her leg is deformed, Ada's mother is shameful about Ada and doesn't let Ada leave the apartment. Because of this, Ada develops a fear of being trapped. When World War II kicks in, all the school children are supposed to leave. Jamie, Ada's younger brother, gets to escape, along with many other school children. Ada has never been to school. She has never left her apartment. Her mother is cruel, rude, mean, and treats her, treats Ada like an animal. She really doesn't care about Ada or helping her physical condition improve. Her mother treats her very badly. After leaving London, families take the kids in far, far away from where the bombing will occur. Susan Smith is forced to take them in uh, into a small town, but she's nice, kind, and generous. Nothing like ma'am. Ada's experience, Ada experiences freedom for the first time is with Butter, a pony that she rides that is owned by Susan, and Maggie, a girl that lives next door in a huge house. Okay, now, back to the war I finally won. Ada could have had her leg fixed, but Ma'am chose not to. Instead, she left it the way it was and blamed it on Ada. Yes, this influences her and and makes her think she has a problem, and no one would want to take care of her. So, in the war I finally won, Ada finally gets her legs fixed. This changes her entire life, because now she can finally walk with minimal pain. And she can finally do the things she has been longing to do, such as running or even walking. This is an extraordinary part in the story. But she still struggles to fit in with everybody else. She has a war going on in her head as well as outside her head. Like always, we're going to start our podcast with a traditional question. The question we always ask. On a scale from 1 to 5, how would you rate the war I finally won? I personally would give it a five, because Ada was a remarkable character to learn from. She was always curious, and this helped her most of her journey in the book. Ada was a well-developed character, and I felt deeply for her throughout the book. I compared my life to hers, because it's drastically different. She taught me that I shouldn't take my life for granted. I would also give the book a five, because it made me think. I learned so much from the characters. Also, like what Ms. Gon said, Ada was unlike any other character I've ever met. I believe this book will cause others to think about life in new and different ways. What about you, Ariana? I would actually also give it a five. Because Ada, she was so inspiring. She was brave and she wanted to serve her town by fire watching and watching for spies and planes. 
she actually kind of resonated with me because she wanted to help her town. I knew too. But I also might add, well, actually, let's save that for the next time. Who in the book did you connect to the most? Who is your favorite character? Least, why? My favorite character is definitely Susan. She is so thoughtful and does so much for Ada and Jamie. Remember when I paused at the earlier question? Well, I was sometimes frustrated with Ada. She often didn't appreciate what Susan was doing for them. Ada lost her temper a lot and often says mean things or things that she really does not mean. I also agree with Ariana. Susan is a great character and we truly have reasons to feel bad for her. The character I'm going with is Maggie. She always was the go-to person for Ada when she was struggling or down or having a bad day. I also feel bad badly for Maggie since she has to go to boarding school and really does not want to. She wants to stay with Ada because Ada is her only real friend and she's on Ada's only real friend. She also wants to be with someone fun and enjoyable. But I do not like Lady Thornton at all. She was not generous and kind like Susan and was slightly selfish in the beginning. I personally think that Lady Thornton has a serious character change in the middle of this story. Loss turns her a little softer instead of iron-faced, which is what Ada called her as before, before she knew her actual name. I'm glad you brought that up. Ada has changed so much from when she first came here and met Susan. Before, she did not know anyone and was just getting used to her new life. Remember, she never got to leave her apartment in the first book. Ada has a really big war in her head. She is struggling with freedom and friendship and getting along in the real world. Could you guys elaborate on this? Yes. Ada does not fit in. She never went out of her mother's apartment, so she doesn't have much of a clue on what's going on in the real world. Because of her mother's harsh treatment, she always thinks that Susan or anyone else in her new world will treat her like ma'am did. Ada spent most of her early years feeling scared and being mistreated. I think that Ada had no problem making friends in the book, even when she was trapped inside her one-room apartment. She had Stephen White, a boy she always waved to. As stated before, Ada has a fear of being trapped. Could you guys explain this fear and how it affects her? Ada was shoved into a cabinet because her mother was just cruel that way. She honestly never wanted kids in the first place. She was mistreated, and when she did live with her mother, she was put into a damp, smelly, cockroach-infested cabinet. These memories are so strong, and her fear of the past lives, past lives with her. This fear affects her because she feels it everywhere, even when she is fire-watching on the top of the church steeple. It lives with her, and it haunts her. Once, she had to go into the Anderson shelter to protect herself, but she was hesitant. The Anderson, shel Anderson shelters weren't the most spacious. In fact, they were cramped. She was probably more scared of the Anderson shelter than she was of the air raid. She was scared of being trapped in a room because it reminds her of being crammed in the small, damp cabinet she experienced at Mams. You might think that we're describing claustrophobia, but we're not. If she had claustrophobia, then she would be fine with at the church steeple, which is a wide open space. It, it is a deeply rooted life experience that continues to affect Ada. Ada feels like she has to do her part for the war because she can't stop the war going on in her mind. Could you guys elaborate on this thought? Well, Ada does have a war in her mind. 
but she wants to be wants to help the war effort going on in World War II. So she decides to help by watching for German spies. She even catches one once. This helps her confidence grow. When I was reading this, I thought this was a big change in what she believed she was in the world. Yes. Also, she always wants to sign up for fire watching, where you look out for bombs. Even if she hates it up there, she still goes up to the church steeple because she believes she has to do her part in the war. The journey up to the top of the church steeple is hard for her, and even when she's up there, her fear of being trapped kicks in, but she overcomes her anxiety. Maggie is sent to boarding school because of the bombs. Do you feel she wants to be there? Do you think she is safe there? Could you guys elaborate on your feeling about this? I know for a fact that Maggie does not want to be at that boarding school. She states many times in the story that she does not want to go back from Ada's house to, to the boarding school and many times fights and argues with Lady Thornton. I do think that it is more safe for her. The village is bombed more often, not the boarding schools, but Maggie still feels more safe and comfortable in Ada's and Susan's, technically Lady Thornton's, house. I kind of disagree with you. I think Maggie is safer at the house than at the boarding school. At home, she has others to take care of her. But at, this, but at school, students and teachers are leaving every day. Also, Maggie doesn't feel safe there because the bombs can hit anywhere, and it could usually be at schools because there are so many people there. Would you read these books again? Why or why not? I would actually not read The War I Finally Won again because it's a book with many surprises. I personally think that if I read the book twice, it wouldn't be as much fun because you would know what will happen. I'm not saying I won't read it because I didn't like it, but I'm s saying it's a spoiler to read it the second time. In my opinion, I think The War I Finally Won is better than the first one. Even though The War I Finally Won had a lot of cliffhangers, I would still read it again because it was a very good book. I do agree, though, that it would be a little less fun to read it than the first time around because you know what happens, but it is still a great read. There are some very important connections and symbols of freedom in the book. Could you explain them? Well, I personally think Ada has more freedom with Butter, the horse. In case you want to know, Susan received money from horses that she sold. Butter is the only pony left, and Ada loves him. She can ride him without having to care about the world around her. Susan draws her a map of the town, so she has no restrictions. Yes, I agree. Butter is a really good symbolization of Ada's freedom. One thing that was a really big connection and irony was at the end of the book, Ada considers Susan as her parent or guardian. The irony is that both Ada and Susan have the same last name of Smith. In the first book, when Susan asks what their name is, she says Adolf Hitler because she does not know who Hitler was. Yes, then she improves her statement and says her real name, Ada Smith, but they both don't believe her. Moving on to the final part of our podcast. As a tradition, we always want to give the listeners a chance to guess the next book. Our first clue is that the book has five words in the title. The first we will give away to you is the. The second word means a final part of something. Then the word of. And afterward is again the word the. But finally, the last word means uncontrolled or unrestrained or living or growing in a natural environment. Our final uh, or not domesticated. Our final hint is that the author also wrote 
horse camp, and the turtle catcher. To wrap things up, we would like to thank Kimberly Brubaker Bradley for this writing this great book and inspiring the readers to have empathy and to be understanding. We also want to thank Mrs. Hornick, Mrs. Campbell, and Ms. Bielis for their support and helping us establish this amazing podcast. They gave of this amazing book to read and took, off time, took time off their day to help us. Well, listeners, we will see you while we won't exactly see you. But anyway, we'll see you next time on our next episode of Bucks Are Us. Bye! Bye.